and welcome to Finance Matters, a podcast brought to you by UVA Finance, UVA's trusted financial partner. Finance Matters is a podcast series where we bring you bite-sized thoughts, stories, and inspiration in the hopes they'll be useful to you on this road we're all on to do our best and be our best in the realm of financial matters here at UVA. As always, I'm your host, Brandy Van Ormer, and Patty Marbury, my co-host and I, have taken our show on the road again today. We're here at the faculty and employee assistance program offices, and we're going to talk to several folks today about some really cool topics of wellness and mental health that apply to all of us. And our first guest today is Brenda Wilson, the director of the Faculty and Employee Assistance Program, or FEEP, as we all probably know it. Uh, Brenda is a licensed clinical social worker and certified employee assistance professional, and we are so glad that you're sharing your time with us today. Well, thank you very much for having us, and uh, we appreciate the uh, opportunity to spotlight our services. Mm-hmm. That's great. We, we figured that most, most of the folks in our audience know something about FEEP. They know it's here, they know you do good things, but I don't think that we always think of how that might be useful to us. Mm-hmm. A lot of us deprioritize mental health in favor of getting things done or thinking that's just not for me somehow. But in the course of the podcast, Patty and I have talked a lot about wellness and mindfulness and mm-hmm. self-care, especially because we're going into a time of change. And when we were brainstorming topics for pods that would be useful, Patty said, try and see if you can get Brenda. (laughs) Great. (laughs) So I thought maybe a great place to start would be um, just a little bit of an introduction then Mm -hmm. of FEEP, you know, what Mm -hmm. you all do and um, why that is important here at UVA. Okay. Yeah, no, I always appreciate that opportunity because I think sometimes people think that we are the mental health shrinks. And um, while we are all licensed mental health providers, either licensed clinical social workers or licensed professional counselors, um, we're really here to help people with whatever might come up in the course of their life and work. So what I um, often explain to people is that um, the reason that an employer has an employee assistance program is that the employer wants all of us to be kind of 100%, be productive, be at work on time, um, you know, be at the top of our game. Mm -hmm. And in the course of working 30 or 40 years, all of us will have a point in time where something happens that affects our ability to be 100%. Mm-hmm. So or a whether, few points in time. <laughs> yes, or a few, right. So um, one example of that that doesn't fit the traditional mental health mode is um, elder care. So uh-huh. I do a lot of elder care consultation. And um, so people come in and they meet with us in our traditional model, one to three sessions. And we talk about the financing of long-term care, we talk about conversations they might need to have with elders, we talk about their own depression or anxiety in trying to deal with their elders and the caregiving. That's super practical. Yeah, so it's practical yeah. and it's it. those are things that everybody might encounter. Mm-hmm. And so you can see that um, you know, between legal, financial, work-life balance, there's a lot of reasons that people hit a crunch point in their 30 or 40 years of working. Right. Now, usually when I say 30 or 40 years of working, people 
people kind of their eyebrows shoot up, you know, because they're at the like 15, 20 year mark and they hadn't really thought about the fact <laughs> they're going to be here 40 years. But wherever people are working, um, those kinds of things, things mm-hmm. happen. You know, another is um, another issue that we see a lot. Um, uh, parents will come in because they have an adult child or a younger child even and they're having problems at home, you know, teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they can come in and talk things over with us. So that's where I like to help people understand that we're not just looking at anxiety, depression, um, high risk. We do look at that, but that's not, that's not, by and large, that's not all we do. So you mentioned that your traditional model is the one to three sessions. Mm-hmm. And is that um, usually all that people need, or at that point do you mm-hmm. refer out to mm-hmm. further right. counseling? Good. Yeah, good question. So we, we say one to three, and in the first session, if it's obvious that this is long-term work, um, sometimes couples need to be seen um, for longer-term work than one to three. Um, sometimes individuals have issues that mm-hmm. really need longer-term work. So we'll try to help the person, kind of, we'll assess and work with them on what is it they're interested in achieving and we'll work with them on moving to a therapist in the community if that's what they want to do. And we'll make some recommendations and then we'll help give them names of people that are hopefully within the Aetna network and um, help them get connected. Mm -hmm. Um, But actually a lot of people come to see us one to three, four times and they're kind of done for Mm -hmm. that episode. Mm -hmm. So years ago when I started doing this, I would say about 70-80% 70-80% went to therapists in the community and that was more the traditional model of see a therapist every week you know nowadays people are busy they've got kids they're running here and there and they don't really have as much time to work in seeing a therapist and so the idea that they can see us during the work day for free mm-hmm. is a tremendous benefit absolutely it is yeah. and when I'm I don't think that many people consider as an option. Uh-huh. I mean, right. and obviously they do because you're busy. <laughs> we, are, we are busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but by and large, it just is not something maybe at the top of people's minds. And when I was looking through your site um, in preparation to come to see you, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some really great things that you tackle, like mm-hmm. with just being a supervisor and working through employee issues, mm-hmm. it's, it's really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're thinking about um, folks, and it doesn't matter if we're talking about finance transformation or you first or any of those things, I mean, it just changes everywhere. Right. It's everywhere at work and it's everywhere at home. But why, what might be particularly helpful for folks to know or why would they come to see you mm-hmm. if they're going through? In or, the midst of yeah. something like an organizational change? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that change, um, you know, on one hand, we've all been through changes in life, transitions, and we can do it again, but it's very stressful. It sometimes provokes um, a lot of self-doubt, fears, can I do it? Um, It can provoke anger, resentment, somebody else is getting something I'm not getting in terms of, you know, reorganization things. Um, So there's a lot of emotions that organizational change can bring up. So um, one of the things would be to come in and talk over how someone is feeling 
and talk over even strategies for how they could perhaps go back to their manager and say, you know, this is what I would really like to do in the reorganization or in the next phase. Um, you know, I think I have these skills. Um, and helping the person kind of figure out how to present themselves and speak about that in a productive uh, way. Because we're happy to kind of role play with someone, um, you know, whatever they might need. That's really interesting because one thing that that has been stressed in, in the finance transformation process is that leadership really wants to hear from folks on how things could or should maybe mm-hmm. be done, mm-hmm. you know, people's ideas. And that might mean that roles change a little bit. And thinking about yourself, especially if you've done or been in a role for a long time, thinking about yourself in a different way mm-hmm. and how you'd work in a different environment or a different part of the process, that can be kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that you have the folks who are willing to practically help people walk yeah. through that. Yeah, yeah. because I look at that, you know, we've all been through changes in our jobs, but that kind of on the precipice of change, it can be really scary or it can be invigorating. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And so... I mean, a lot of times when people come in to talk about these points in time with career or pre-retirement or whatever, you know, it's like, well, let's look at what it could be. Mm -hmm. Let's Mm -hmm. look at what other interests you have. Let's look at how you can make this into something that really serves you and feeds you well, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and that kind of, that kind of conversation is fun for us. We enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? that makes a difference to people who come in worried about something mm-hmm. and then see it entirely yeah. in a different way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody comes in with an open mind towards, um, okay, I'm here to talk about what's happening in my organization. I'm scared. I haven't applied for a job in a long time. I don't know if I really have the skills to do this new thing or not. I mean, on one hand, we're trying to pump them up but at the same time, we want them to be realistic. What are your skills? What do you like to do? Um, what could you do in a new situation? Right. And um, just help them think bigger. Yeah, I really like to hear you say that because I think that goes right along with some of the things we've been hearing our leadership in finance talk about with regard to our transformation, mm-hmm. is that put aside the worries of having to reapply for your jobs um, or um, losing your job, that but but think about ways that you might need to do something different, or or you might want to do a completely different job, and you may have that opportunity mm-hmm. within the new transformation. So it's it's good to hear you say that that you could help people walk through that thought process of going from okay, well, you know, now I don't need to, I can I can stop worrying about losing the job and think about what is it that, Mm -hmm. like you say, feeds me and what Mm -hmm. gives me energy and what is it that excites me about this job and what Mm -hmm. can I do? Yeah, Yeah, we like helping people brainstorm. Yeah, that's Um, really good. You know, I think that for all of us, whatever it may be, whether it's a transformation going on in the organization Mm -hmm. or not, we get to different points in life and we've kind of been doing the same thing for a while. Um, and so sometimes it's just good to have that brainstorming from someone external to the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point in that you don't always you don't always know what 
you might really enjoy and some because you are uniquely blind to yourself sometimes yes. to yes. your own strengths we and are. weaknesses uh-huh. and those who work closely with you or those who you're talking to who are objective can say well, gosh, it sounds like you really love this. Or one thing I've always noticed about you is that you're good at so-and-so, and it may not mm-hmm. be something that you've ever thought of before. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I love how practical well, your we, approach is. Yeah, we do. We do deal with a lot of practical issues. Um, several of us are trained as coaches oh, okay. um, as well. And so, you know, that, that modality is, is nice for these kinds of issues because it's really... Um, about starting where the employee is, what is it they want to see be different, and then trying to help them see ways to get there. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're not here to tell anyone how to live or what to do. Right. We just want to be a forum for people to come in and um, solve problems and feel better and make sure that when they, hopefully when they leave, that they feel like they have some skills and ideas to to do some things differently. So you do have a lot of great resources on your website. I noticed you had even um, some online classes and worksheets and such. So it's mm-hmm. it's definitely worth people's time to just go on to the FEEP website and cruise around and read more about some of these things. We'll definitely link that below. But um, what are some of the things that you think might be further than even what we've talked about here worth highlighting that are services that you all offer? Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I'd like to highlight um, is our trauma service. Uh, We're the only EAP in the country offering um, one to 12 session trauma care. And that uh, came about because of the whole Rolling Stone article Uh um, uh, issue. And so we realized as an employee assistance program that if we really wanted to help employees truly be their best, You know, people come to us here with what we call historic trauma. They may have had childhood trauma, um, uh, abuse, those kinds of things that they've carried with them for many years. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that sort of stuff plays out in the workplace. Um, We also know that people have new and current traumas. Um, A lot of our medical center people are confronted with, you know, really difficult stuff when they're taking care of patients. So at any rate, we realized that, you know, referring someone out to a therapist in the community is, is fine, but when it's trauma care, we just decided that we can do this better. You know, we know the environment, we know the milieu. And so what we've, um, what we have is a one to 12 session uh, with trauma specialists um, working on preventing or uh, reducing the symptoms of PTSD. Wow. Yeah, it's really very cool. And that had, is impressive. They've, got, they've had incredible results. We do a pre and post test, and the symptom reduction is, is fantastic. It's really making a difference in people's lives. And that's as I said, we're the only EAP in the country doing that, but I've had a lot of other um, EAP directors at other institutions calling me saying, tell me more about this. This is really cool. But, you know, to be able to offer 12 free sessions in the workplace, you know, who's going to say no to that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, uh, I mean, we've had uh, some of the um, 
feedback that the trauma clinicians have gotten, it, it just brings tears to your eyes. And people talking about not only retaining their jobs and feeling better at their jobs, but truly saving their lives. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So that now is. that's a program that's just for UEA employees because we only have, we have two part-time people doing the trauma care and in a one to 12 session mode, it's pretty time intensive obviously mm-hmm. for, the sta- for, the, for the program as a mm-hmm. whole. Um, so it's limited to UVA employees, whether they're mm-hmm. medical center or academic. So clearly the finance people would qualify for that too. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, who are those traumas? I mean, not who, like, what are the names, but where where are they from? Are they... The clinicians? The clinicians. Yeah. Are they UVA doctors or... No, no, no. They're our staff. Your staff? Yeah, the FEEP staff. FEEP yeah. staff. That's, uh-huh. that's great. Yeah, Joyce Camden and Allison O'Grady are two point five FEEP uh, trauma clinicians. And do they um, do point five on trauma and then mm-hmm. they're point yeah. five? Doing Something other else. Things? Okay. Yeah, gotcha. because it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. I was just Great. thinking that that mm-hmm. when you said that medical stint center staff, you know, they're affected by a lot of really intense things. Mm-hmm. Then, as you started talking about the counseling, I was thinking, yeah, it takes a special person to be um, in the medical field, and it takes a special person to be a counselor, especially in a trauma. trauma counselor. Yeah, yeah. So. You hear some pretty rough stories. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that way they uh, they have other EAP work. Yeah, the rest of the job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Balance it out with some employee coaching. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Right. So the trauma services, yeah, that is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. An offering that I definitely wasn't aware of. What other any other things that um, we need to be sure service wise uh-huh. that people are aware of. Well, um, a lot of people don't know that we have legal and financial referrals. Oh, good, um, yeah. And you guys, of course, are finance, so you probably don't need the financial referrals so much. But Just because we figure budgets doesn't mean we're good at managing our own money. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I know. I really I know. think that. Yeah. Um, but uh, through, if somebody calls us, we can connect them with a service that we have contracted okay. with. Because we're not attorneys, we're not financial planners, mm-hmm. but we've contracted with a service. And so the employee can get a free 30-minute consultation. Um, where and you I, know it's somebody that's vetted. And, right, yeah. right. So um, what I th- the areas that we see people using this the most, uh, for example, with the legal is um, setting up wills. Um, sometimes divorce, separation, mm-hmm. custody kinds of things, um, landlord-tenant dispute, um, you know, things that come up in everybody's life. Sometimes it's a DUI, you know, or somebody's kid got a DUI, you mm-hmm. know. But um, we have that legal referral service. And then the financial, we see more people contacting that about um, uh, credit issues or consolidation of debt mm-hmm. and you know, variety of things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do they go, so when people want that, do they um, just ask for the referral? <clears throat> they can. Or do they come and meet with you, they talk about everything, and they, then Yeah, they go could do the either. Okay. They could come in and talk with one of us if they um, wanted to kind of brainstorm and problem solve it. Mm-hmm. Um, they also can call Denise at our main number, and um, she can take care of getting them in touch with the company. Okay. Mm-hmm. So would you say that for anybody in our listening audience who's thinking, ooh, yeah, I want to know more about that. I mean, definitely check things out on the website, uh-huh. but 
um, is the right way to initiate contact, just giving you all a call or sending yeah, you an email? Yeah, that's really the best. We're still kind of old school. Yeah. This sits at... Um, Denise answers the phone. <laughs> That's you awesome. Know? You get and someone to talk to. Right. <laughs> and she is great at triaging and answering questions. She's been here a long time. And she'll help people get connected to whichever one of us as a clinician might be the most appropriate for them. Uh, now, all of us, except for the trauma clinicians, all of us will see anyone around depression, anxiety, workplace concerns, you know a lot of things. I'm the elder care person. Um, Anna, as as you'll meet, will is the mindfulness meditation person. So we have a few specialties, and Denise does a really good job of matching people with the clinician who kind of has that the most experience in that area. How long um, has we been here? We have been here 25 years now. That's great. And how long, uh, how long of the, how, what part of those 25 years have you been here? I've been with employee assistants um, 18. That's great. And Mary and Rebecca have both been here 20. So. Have you seen it made a, make a difference overall? Um, in what way? Anyway, <clears throat> like, well, what do you think the impact of this program has been? Oh, well, I think, I mean, I think we do fantastic work. When I meet with um, other EAP directors around the country, we are very similar to Duke and Vanderbilt um, in the way that we do this. Um, we are actually bigger and have grown and we have a ton of support from the academic and medical center sides. We also have 30 some contracts in the community. Awesome. So we're not just a UVA um, EAP. Um, and I think the fact that we've had so much su uh, support and been able to grow really speaks volumes as to how we are valued by the institution. Absolutely. It, yeah. If if you are supported in that way, it shows that UVA values the the mm -hmm. its employees' well-being. Yes, absolutely. The entire package. Right. Mm -hmm. This has been such an interesting session already, and I'm so looking forward to talking with your colleagues. Thank you for lending uh -huh. us your expertise today. Are there things that you feel like we need to cover before we close out on this session? Um, I guess I would want to just highlight confidentiality. Good point. Yeah, so we are completely confidential. Um, because we're licensed mental health providers, we follow state and federal regulations on that. So the only thing that we would break confidentiality for would be if someone was a threat to harm themselves or others, and um, child and adult abuse that sort of thing. But otherwise, um, I always want to make it really clear to people that if they come in to see us, no one knows that unless they tell tell their friend or coworker or, or significant other. Um, we don't share any data, reports, you know, nothing leaves the room without the person's written uh, consent. So that's really important for people to know. We also don't participate in EPIC, the Medical Center Electronic Medical Record. Oh, okay. Um, and we don't participate in the registration, the medical center registration process. So we're, we're our own little kernel of activity over here. You're off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, and that's comforting, too, for people, yeah. because you might worry that because it's based in your workplace that somehow somebody would mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah, and we're not part of human resources, and, and that was um, set up intentionally. So, and we appreciate that uh, Human Resources has never questioned that or 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's never been an issue, and we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And um, I will definitely link down in the show notes for us some of the resources that we've been talking about mm-hmm. and um, the phone number and Denise mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that everyone knows where mm-hmm. to go. Um, this is just the first of a series that we're going to do here on the pod about FEEB and the services they offer. So be sure and check out those other podcasts. There's interesting information that we've alluded to in this session. And as always, you can read more in general about what finance is up to on the blog at uvafinance.blogspot.com. And later, as I've been harping on in the Jive community, as we open up that new space for all folks who do finance at the university, if you've got an idea for a podcast or you know somebody who's doing good stuff out there that we should talk about, please do let us know. You can email Patty or myself, and you can always tweet us at uva underscore finance. That's all for now. Until next time, do good work because what you're doing matters.